Pickaxe. Well, well, well. Hello there. Welcome back to Triforce Podcast. It's me, uh, your host of the most sips and uh, two sicky dickies. Uh, we got two, two, two real sicky, sicky dickies with us today. Flax uh, <laughs> and Lewis, who are sick. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Listen to sick. how sick they sound. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, this is what happens when you get older. You know, you just talk about how sick you all are yes. and how sick your friends are and how sick everyone is. Well, and, I, and I mean, just for some contrast, I went to the doctors yesterday. I'm not sick. I had a blood test. They did my blood pressure. My blood pressure is 110 over 70 at my age. Holy shit, man. I'm, 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 I'm all right. I don't even move. I don't know how I've done it, but there you go. Well, was that just like a general checkup? Or was that like, what was that? Just, was, uh, you... No, it's a, it's like a follow-up from all of my uh, my intrusions from uh, months ago, oh, if you remember. Right. Um, yes. It's a, just a follow-up. They just want to monitor some levels and stuff. But while I was there, it's like, it was just a blood test. And it's just like, it feels like a waste of time just to go in for one thing. So I was like, can you just like check my blood pressure and speak to me softly about my cholesterol levels and stuff like that? You know, like the standard stuff. And they did. And then I left. I've been thinking like, about doing that. Fine. Yeah. Like a full health checkup thing. So I'm like 40 this year and I haven't, you know, done the finger up the bum for forever. I haven't right. had I mean, that. I've never had that. Yeah, I don't, think you, I don't think you just need to go in and have that. I think if you have like, you know, something can that I you're worried specifically about. specifically that? You no, can but if you like, want. You could. But I'm just saying, like, don't do it unless you think that it's worth having it done. Like, I, I mean, you do you. God, but at the same time, I mean, I wouldn't just book in unless there was something really bugging well, me. Well, it's, it's no? more that I'm just, I haven't done, it's, it's more that I'm, I think it is worth having these yearly checkups and, you So, know, uh, I got a question for you. How are you going to get what? it? How are you going to get it? How, how are know. you going to book a checkup? I'll Google you, it. I'll I, can't, it I can't get an appointment at my fucking GPs for love nor money. Well, you just phone yeah. up. You just oh, phone really? up and you go, yeah, just phone up and go through the automated uh, thing, you know, it's like, press one. No, for that's appointments. not what all right. What happens for me is I call up and it says all the lines are busy. You, right. you get in a queue, you get through, and you say, I'd like to make an appointment. And they say, we've none left. That's every day. Right. Yeah. That is every that does happen. single day. You have to day. ring earlier. No, it's I'm, like, I'm calling like, at 8.30. It's, like it's like buying Glastonbury tickets. What right. a ridiculous. Uh, have you ever considered maybe doing a remote consultation on WebMD.com? Stick my I'm, own finger up my bum. Yeah. Well, they'll guide you through the process, I'm sure. And then I worried then, I'd get a pervert on the other. Yeah, that's right. Stick your finger up. Yeah. So take your own, take slower. your index finger. Is there anything that you can lube it up with? Tell me Sorry. how it feels. How Slow does it, it down. feel? You got any Kenny G you can put on? Kenny G. Another bang up to date reference here on the Triforce podcast. Kenny G. <laughs> no, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously. Uh, we're British as well, right? So it's like, well, well I'm not going to go and ask anyone if I'm sick because most of the time they'll just be like, you're fine. Just go yeah. away. Don't waste my time. It's more important. Look, that old lady, she's about to keel over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Get her yeah. in here. Well, right? I, I, it's a weird one because I think a, a big part of people... Uh, dying is is the fact that they don't go to get checked right and like particularly men with um you know like uh problems in and around their private parts and and stuff and their asses and stuff there's there's a reluctance to go in to get checked right i, I feel like it's a like yeah. an old stereotype like, oh, it'll be fine i'm fine it's also like um, let's lift some more concrete of... come on <laughs> bring you back yeah. into it <laughs> exactly the old uh you know the wartime spirit the, yes. you know, just make yeah. do and carry on yeah, it's I a think silent killer this... that spirit like, you yeah, don't, it's you not don't so realize. much like the embarrassment of the 
the ass is the embarrassment of bothering someone, you know, mm. who's busy and important. Do you know what I mean? Like putting them out, you know, it's not a waste of their time. Yeah. I, I don't know. There is that attitude towards it. I think if you're paying for it, it's different. But because it's all like, because the NHS is this subsidized thing, which is obviously great in the UK, but it's, it, there is this element of like thinking, well, you know, someone else might need it more than I do. Right. And so you, you can put stuff off. So I, I probably should, um, and I will, you shouldn't say you should. I will yeah, well, go I mean, and, uh, Like I said, though, I would go if, if you, if you have concerns, you know, like if there's been a change well, in your, you're not a doctor and your the poop audience habits or your peep habits either. or something. No, yeah. I know I'm not, but I'm just saying like, yeah. well, I've you not can, been you can probably avoid a lot best. of unnecessary poking. Since, since last year, after TwitchCon, I got very sick. And ever since I've kind of had this like recurring kind of getting fever and getting sick for a few days. And I think initially I just thought it was, oh, I must have flu because it was kind of flu like type stuff but i think it's so recurring now that i'm like actually worried it is something mm. like um, a dormant recurring it sounds to lurgy. me like a vitamin deficiency right yeah, oh, you, you okay. might need to supplement what kind of vitamins would you say you're you're most likely uh deficient in based on your lifestyle and diet anything i'm, I'm deficient in vitamin e for right. exercise right. i'm deficient in vitamin <laughs> f for fucking <laughs> right. i'm deficient right. in Vitamin, vitamin D for C for companionship. Oh right. my uh, god, this is so sad. This fucking is really brutal, sad, isn't yeah. it? No, I'm fine. I'm honestly fine. I'm actually like mentally, I'm better than I've been. In, I got a in surplus a in vitamin T for tears. That I'm sharing. Constantly. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, I don't want to do it, but I think feel like it's, it's, it's like a milestone, isn't it? Well, just mean? go it's then. Like I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just saying. No, I will. You know, don't, go, don't, go, don't, don't this enter week. this stuff lightly because it is. It will literally be somebody jamming their fist up your ass and having I'm a poke keen, around. I'm, and that's stuff, what yeah. I'm hoping for, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know this gonna, is very like I'm 90s. Gonna make eye contact while it's happening. Yeah, well, I know. like wink. The whole thing is very uh, 90s Seinfeld, isn't it? Like, uh, let, let me ask you guys: Do you do you have any hang-ups about who does this to you? Like, uh, would you be well, specific? Man or woman, uh, yeah, I'm not would you fast, have to actually. have a man or a woman doctor? I'd rather have a lady doctor do it. In all honesty, I don't know and, why. And what about having like a massage? What about a sports massage? No, I think a lady would be gentler. I don't want a bloke doing a massage either. I call right. me sexist or misandrist or whatever but i'm not a big fan of blokes in general so don't want them sticking a finger up me bum or no or massaging me i think yeah again it's the gentleness right like i think that some people could go ham on the massage um and like really i'm a i'm a puny kind of thin guy right i don't want a a, a big beefy guy with hairy knuckles coming and like snapping my back in half yeah know? well it's not right. thing I, want. I don't know if it's necessarily like that i'll say that for all the stuff i had done it was it was all dudes it was all dudes that did all my stuff. Right. Oh, well, there's all the work. All it, the work. It always will be. The, I mean, it's I like... I, it, it, I didn't mind, though. I don't... I honestly didn't, I don't, I don't it's mind It's seen as way. one of those as things, as... isn't it, where it, it's it's uh, more acceptable. Because there's there's no... I think especially for women, of course, they'll, the, they would always want a woman, I presume, to do this stuff. But I think there are a lot yeah. of male gynecologists out there. So women just have to put up with having a bloke do their gynecology stuff. I think there's a lot less in the same way that there's male nurses, but there's a lot less. Yeah, I mean, you do and, see. And I think they're, oftentimes... They're for sure out there, but you do see them a lot less. What you hear from these guys is that it's not any, you know, 
Yeah, you're seeing vaginas, but they're sick vaginas. <laughs> well, of course. No, that's that's the right. don't just see sick vaginas. They <laughs> well, see... I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, as if that's the selling point of vaginas being a in their prime. Uh, it's a, it's one of those things, though. Like you you you're going to get something done, and you think like, what if he's what if he shoves his finger up my ass, and then I just come everywhere? But like, man, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's not. You get get there and you're just immediately medicalized to the gills and it's the last thing on your mind, you know? know, It it is weird, isn't it? The the, the sort of um, hospital kink that people have where they get turned on by medical stuff. You just think, that's I can't a weird think one. of a less I don't sexy get it. Yeah. environment. I don't understand Maybe it. Maybe that's so, part of it. It's so sterile and clinical and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to have like uh, bed of roses and some Michael Bolton on and, uh, you Another know. Another like, bang up to date <laughs> reference here. <laughs> I know, it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a bit, well, it's, it, you it's don't weird. understand other people's kinks, sure. Like, no. like feet's such a common one, right? But but it's it's confusing. Why is that? It's got to be a shape. I'm sure we talked about it. It's got to be like a shape thing, right? No, like a, I've got I've like got some theories fixation. about it. You I think it's like it, a like a sensory thing? No, I don't think it's Sniffing. even that. I, no? I think it's it's a combination of factors. But when you see someone barefoot, it says it, it kind of speaks to an element of vulnerability. There's also a kind of an innocence there, and also it's just something that's hidden. And there's right. something about someone having bare feet that is like a hint of intimacy and a hint of exposure right. without actually going uh, any further. I mean, how often do you see bare feet in your average day outside your house? It's not, well, not often. Well, you're, right? making me, you're making me think feet are sexy now, people. Well, I'm very good at this, this. Uh, you know, uh, analyzing uh, kinks and stuff. I yeah. think about it a lot because it's fascinating. It's not something that I people can have control. A fetish. There you go. What do, what, do, what do you think about those socks that have like uh, like toe toe holes in them? Like you know, like the, it's like a pair of gloves, but for your feet. And you have oh, like, they're, they're, uh, your, there's something wrong with those. I can't yeah, put my finger your, on it. Your toes into each thing or whatever. Yeah, very disturbing. If you're I, a foot fetishist and somebody puts on those socks, would you be turned off? Yeah, I wonder, let us know. Because I, I feel I like that. I, I hate the look of that. Mm, I don't like the idea of fabric between my toes. No, no it I'm gets pretty to, nasty. But maybe it? you'd get used to it. Maybe you'd get used to it. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's, it, I think it's because we're just turning the cusp of this long winter. Everyone is like looking at the sun and then thinking, oh, we had like an afternoon of vaguely warm weather and then it pours with rain again. You know, yeah. we're, we're almost yeah, free. We're, close. we're almost at summertime, right? It's yeah. like you can taste it. And it's been, I think we're at this peak now of everyone being like, I'm sick of the bad weather. I'm sick of, I don't know, it's, it's a positive time in a sense. Like we are sort of waking up to new things. Being able and to go outside. New ideas. Yeah, like t- turning that corner. I, we've been, a, I don't know if people listening to the podcast would have noticed this, but we've actually been away. Flax has been away for yeah, last four three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. yeah well, four, yeah. Three, four. Did you have a nice trip? Well, we, so we went to Vienna. A that series was of trips. A month ago. Vienna was fantastic. What a beautiful city. If you haven't been to Vienna, I recommend it. It's got amazing buildings. It's just so beautiful. Just walking around the average street is wonderful. The yeah. food in Vienna was superb. Absolutely superb. Um, just everywhere we went, it was really, really good. Great museums. It, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful, beautiful city, and I recommend it. I have. I can't speak to the rest of Austria, but I, I understand that's beautiful too. But yeah, big fan of, of Vienna, and I, I want to see more of Austria. Then I went to Sweden for a week for mm-hmm. Dream League, which was like, I was co-hosting that with Shiva. It was a Dota League leading up to qualification for uh, the Riyadh Masters, which is a tournament they're going to have, I think, in July in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia for $17 million is the price. Oh, gosh. So this is like a sort of uh, alt TI, if you like. So the international, obviously, Valve and, and everyone runs that. 
this is a, a second TI, if you like, that ESL mm -hmm. and their uh, Saudi owners have uh, have put on. Right. So this is qualifying for that. And then have they put it on, or would you say they no, laid it on? It. They're laying it on. They've laid on at all. All right. Okay. Um, good. And then I spent two weeks in Berlin working at the Berlin Major, which was a big uh, Dota tournament. Points, DPC points, qualifying for TI and like a prize pool and stuff. So I, and, um, I spent three weeks working quite hard, I'd say. And the most recent patch has has, has changed the game quite a bit, right? It's, it's in, in my opinion, the biggest patch in Dota history. And yeah. I, know, I know some people have doubted that and so there's been some arguments about it, but this has fundamentally changed the game completely. Yeah, the, the whole, whole flow of it is a lot a lot yeah. more different, right? 40% bigger map. I never wow. thought they would change the map that much. And everything's changed. And unfortunately, it's quite busted. Um, and there's a lot of heroes that are just no good. Right. So the Berlin Major was sort of, it was okay. But Is a lot of Tinker the one were, of those uh, heroes that's no good? He's not like mega busted, but in the Berlin Major, there was uh, there was one Tinker performance that was so good. Kiyotaka, this young lad, was just owning everybody on it. So teams would ban it against him. But, um, but otherwise but the, the Major was good. It was, uh, unfortunately, I did get sick, apparently. From from being there, there's a lot of people there. It's a very very busy event. The previous yeah. major I went to was Stockholm major, and that was the one just after COVID was starting to sort of you know open up places were starting to open yeah. up. It wasn't as busy, but this one was right. back. We sold out. Holy um, crap! So, yeah, so you spent a week in Germany, then where was no, June no, no, League? A week in two, Stockholm. Sorry, week in Austria. Uh, well, a week yeah, in Stockholm, a week in holiday then in Vienna. Two weeks in Berlin. Week in, in Stockholm for work, and then two weeks in Berlin for work. Yeah. What was it like being away for like four well four weeks without? You know, in in non English speaking countries, uh, kind of. Well, it was it was you just weird get because, used to it quite quick. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when we were in Vienna, that was for like what three days or four days or something. That was with the family, so that was okay. Everyone speaks English in Sweden. Everybody, without fail, I've never yeah. met anyone that doesn't. And everyone I'm working with, of course, speaks English. And then in Germany, I I think I left. Uh, I, I think I spent maybe uh, twelve hours doing something other than being in the hotel or being at work. Uh, wow. that, that's how much time in I two spent. weeks yeah it Holy was crap. i barely left the the hotel because we were we were just either working or i was preparing for the next day or we were just knackered because we'd had a long day or whatever so it really wasn't like a holiday and um, no yeah it was it was hard it was really hard no well done good work well well, well i bet you're glad to be home i'm so glad to be home you could just you could just Put your feet up and um, you know do whatever yeah. you like now. Yeah, and now I'm Have... coming down to Bristol in a week and a bit. So. Holy crap! Lewis is going to be away. Apparently, I'm horrified. Yeah, to I am. Actually. Oh my god! Me and Pet are going to see uh, Boba in Florida. Um, oh my so god! So we're going to do a week there if I'm feeling well enough. Um, oh, you know, you'll be all right by then, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the hope. See we'll if you see. can overcome this 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 debilitating lurgy that you seem to have. Yeah, I'll be around next week actually, so we will we will be able to record another podcast. Mm. But yeah, like it's been it's been weird to not chat to you guys. I've yeah, had, it's like it I've not seen weird. my therapist, and I've not <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. been able to get all the weird thoughts out of my head. So. What have you been up to, Sips? You've been fixing your house, haven't you? My house, like it's it's still it's still ongoing. It's it, you know what it's like. There's a lot of different teams that need to be brought in. It's a pretty big job, so um, sometimes they just don't turn up, you know. So we just have days or weeks where nothing happens, and then all of a sudden a lot happens. And they got to order supplies and shit like that too. So it's getting there. It's almost done. It'll be nice when it's done. Uh, my downstairs toilet has been out of action for about six months now. Sorry about that. Thank God that was... we haven't had any guests because. I don't know what the heck I would do without that right, bad boy up and running. I, yeah. I thought guests weren't allowed to use your bathroom. Well, they're well, not. 
but if they if they if they actually you know what actually they can use we have a an on-site bucket porta portaloo outside oh, for, really? for, <laughs> for, the, for all the work that's happening so okay. if i did have a guest i could send them outside to use that thing mm. gets cleaned out once a week a guy turns up with like a big tank on a truck and a hose and <laughs> he washes it down. It's really nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, hopefully we'll be up and running pretty soon. But otherwise, I haven't really been doing much. Playing a lot of RimWorld and I've been watching uh, Succession. I started watching the uh, the latest um, season of Succession. As, and we're, I'm caught up to the point now where they're, I'm watching them as they come out because uh, mm. it's, the, it's the last season. It's all, yeah. it's all ending. Which I think is good. It's four seasons. I think it's enough. I think it's enough. Four four seasons of a show. I think is pretty good. You know, you wrap it, up like it, the it, big storyline, get some closure, move on with your life. You know. Yeah, it's a bit fifty fifty, isn't it? Yeah. When, especially since there's a writer's strike going on at the moment, yeah. and I'm guessing that if they tried to do, it would be years before anything else Do you remember the last writer's strike? Yes. When there was television was just bad for six months for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. And everything went to shit. I was like, reading uh, something about that. Um, apparently, um, in Breaking Bad, it, after the, I think it was after the first season of Breaking Bad, the writer's strike mm. hit. And there were plans to, to kill off uh, Hank Schrader in the story early, get rid of him early. And then, but because of the writer's strike, they had time to sit around and think about it. And they decided not to. And then... The show was as it was because of that. Kind of interesting to think, eh? Could have mm, been, yeah. been different, I suppose. Oh, wow. So you're saying it actually might be a good thing. No, I'm not saying that it's a necessarily good thing. I mean, it's a good thing, I guess, if, uh, if the writers get what they're after for what they're striking for in the first place. But, you know, some, sometimes you can, you can get a, a weird outcome off the back of something unexpected, right? Yeah. It's a good example. There were a lot of shows. Well, the last time it was t in 2007. Right, and you, they didn't really feel. People didn't really feel the effect until about a year and a half later. Yeah, because everything obviously... would have been backed up. They would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my my favorite show isn't premiering for another two years now because nobody's been working on it. I guess I'm mm. not exactly sure what the word writer applies to. Is it screenwriter or yeah. is that people? Yeah, it's like, the Screenwriters is, yeah. Guild of America, right? That that's the that's so the. I'm going to give my, striking? I've been following this a little bit, and I remember when they were talking about the issue, and I believe that it's to do with that the way streaming services operate is that they're essentially not paying the writers what they're due because they've got some deal where if they stream it for a certain amount of time, they don't have to pay the writers, and then the writers basically are making peanuts compared to what they could be. If you write a show, one of the things is that every time it's rerun, you get some royalties, right? And it sort of yeah, provides right. some money over time. So one of the reasons a lot of older shows or don't get rerun is because they have to pay the writers every time they do it. So they, the stre these streaming services would rather do the, the you know, the sort of um, not play a lot of these older shows. Think how many older shows you just can't get on streaming service because they'd have to pay yes. uh, these royalties and shit. So as I understand it, they, that's part of it, but there's also something to do with they want to renegotiate this deal and it's going to be dog shit for the writers. I, I think arguably, if you're going to put that greed over quality of writing, we are destined to have just abysmal television forever. 
because when I think about the really good shows in the last 20 years in particular, there have been really some, so many really, really good television shows, like peak television, yeah. far better than what went before. You can be, you can be roast-tinted about a lot of things, but you cannot be roast-tinted about TV. It is so much better now than it used to ever be. Oh my be. god, it is. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, and it's so much better. They will fuck it if they get greedy and decide not to pay writers. Because the reason it's so good is because writers are allowed to actually write good shows. People realized, people woke up to this idea that yeah. you could have long form shows that were well written and complicated, and the audience wasn't a bunch of fucking idiots who no. were going to go, well, I don't understand what's happening. Why that guy, who's this character on the screen? Honey, he's a, <laughs> honey he was in it last week. I didn't watch last week. What's going on? <laughs> it's like you just want Knight Rider because it's simple. I know Knight Rider, it's a guy in his car. Simple. You know, it's like that's yeah. we've moved on. That was an adult TV show. We've moved on to stuff like The Sopranos and The Wire and Breaking Bad and all these shows that are cultural yeah. phenomena. And it's because we, you know, writers are writing these shows. If you fuck them off and say, "Nah, we don't need writers," you're going to end up with dog shit. That's it. Yeah. Is is it like I don't know what the process is? Is it like part? I guess it's part of the production. Like while they're writing the episodes, other ones are being filmed, yeah. and also. All the free, all the productions being done. So if there's no writing, exactly. I guess they just have to stop. Like, or, or and that's very costly. Yeah, they'll to have, have nothing to. They'll have no script to, to work from, yeah. and or they'll have nothing to to plan to film and stuff, right? Because so there's definitely a lot of shows like I know are very issue. very late script changes is a big thing. I mean, Community is a prime example of this. That that a lot of the time they'd be sort of shooting and scripts were being written while they're filming for for scenes and, and, right. and like it's it's very last minute because while you're making i think if you're making a tv show obviously i'm only guessing here but I, this is all the stuff that you read about productions and films script rewrites is a big thing where as they're filming they're like you know what i actually think this scene needs to be bigger because we've seen how this other scene looks now and while it's an important scene we can't follow it with this scene we need to beef this one up you know so there's a lot of rewrites right. and changes dialogue getting rewritten you need writers for that yeah so if, if you if you lose the writers I mean, Severance, for example, is a show that I, I really loved. I've talked about it a bunch. Great show, came out last year. Phenomenal. It's now, they've paused production because of the strike. Yeah. And even though you think, oh, surely they, it's not like a book that they've just written it, edited no, it, no, published it. It's a living thing. So yeah, yeah. while you're working on the show, you're ch making changes. So you need writers. I guess it's not as impactful on movies because of the way, I guess, you just need yeah, usually a script minor is... script, script changing or script. Yeah, they, but I guess they're writers as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I wonder if a lot of the strike as well is to do with um, solidarity. So if the writers go on strike, you can't do writing. Like a, th this idea of this sort of unionization of of uh, filmmaking is very important because if you have a film and people just say like like anyone could do it, then essentially people outside the guild, outside the union, if you like. They will just continually get cheap labor in. There's no point specializing in the, in an industry where your job can be replaced so easily. Yeah. So you you lose all this specialization and expertise because it's too risky. God, so with uh with the with all the all the stuff about AI recently as well, I wonder if any cheeky chappies out there are just gonna get like you know use AI to to finish up. Well, we were so <laughs> close to finishing the script, and then the writers' strike hit. And uh, well, if AI is generating the rest, it's, they're not technically writers. So well, we. Uh, I think that's one of the things they want. We made actually, the decision. They want they they want to put a stop to, or at least put some limits on AI being used in in this in the in the world of script writing. Maybe so. It is Probably, a it yeah. is genuine fear yeah, that they're yeah. going to be replaced. Now, 
some people might say, oh, well, you know, Lord of the Rings was bad already, so how much worse can it get? Um, but the answer is a lot worse. Uh, that was a good, a good voice. <laughs> I think that's the best voice I've ever heard you do. So the other thing that happened while you guys, while you were away, PFLAX, mm. was we got a new fucking king. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. It, yeah, we did. For those did, of you who are not English, they didn't, oh, British, they, didn't, um, they didn't wait for you to get back either. They just fucking went ahead. Everyone went mad um, and was obsessed with all of this garbage. Royal fever. Nonsense. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I don't know if you watched any of the 12-hour televised ceremonial nonsense. Uh, P-Flex sips. I, 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 I didn't see any I of it. I didn't watch much of it. I caught glimpses of the, you know, the concert that they did, which was, I think, the next day, right? It was like in the evening, yeah. the next day. Yeah. I caught bits yeah, and pieces of it. Yeah, thing. I caught bits and pieces of that. It was very, very reminiscent of the uh, the Jubilee last, last year? Was it last year? Yeah. Uh, the Platinum Jubilee? Yeah. yeah, it must have been, right? Uh, um, a lot of It was very, very, of- very, very similar. Very similar. It's all very religiously leaning and also very traditional leaning because yeah. the last time we did this was 50 years or 60 years ago, even longer than that probably. And so as a result, it's they've tried to, apparently King Charles, as he is now, like took like four hours or something off the, you know, out. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, what, yeah, they've got like a holy ointment that they need to apply. They've got a. He's always been quite media savvy, like or at least more modern than than the old guard to some extent. And so you know, he he understands that this whole thing's being televised, and people aren't going to want to sit through you know two hours of anointing and two hours of prayers nah, and two nah, hours nah. of this stuff. Do you know what I mean? And I, so I think he kind of I can imagine though he was like negotiating. He was like, oh, I, I, do you want to do the voice? The thing, one of the things. Which, sorry, which voice? Prince Charles. For Charles. What am I saying? He's negotiating with the church. So, Charles, we need to add all of this nonsense that's been because it's tradition, and otherwise, God's going to be upset with us. Yes. Ah, uh, you know. Yes, whatever, whatever you need to do, go ahead. No, <laughs> I don't know. Is he meant to be unhappy? <laughs> no, he's saying that it's got to be shorter. Yeah, it's he's, got to be shorter. He's got shorten to it, right. take it up. He wants to trim. He wants to slim it all down. He wants to. He wants to slim down the whole operation, doesn't he? He wants. They want to slim yeah. down the whole operation, don't he they? Wa- he wants to have less working royals. He he wants it streamlined, slimlined. He doesn't streamlined. want. Slimline. Why do I sound like Brian, Brian Stu- the dog from oh, Stuart from fucking Family Guy? <laughs> yeah, and they're Stewie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound a little I'm bit I'm too like sick Stuart. to do my Prince Philip. Um, very close. The thing, that, the thing that drives me nuts about... Okay, so the whole thing... The procession itself is like... You know, it's like any royal thing where they have to go somewhere, right? They come out of Buckingham Palace mm. in the chariot... And all the fucking guards are with them and stuff. March and and you know it's whatever. Like you get to see the marching band and it's it's impressive, right? Like the the pageantry is 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 pretty impressive. And I don't mind that so much. You know they have to get to the place that they're going to. They arrive and then it's like three or four hours of really boring shit. And then they leave and then it's the same, right? It's the procession back to wherever they're going. And then you saw it with the queen and everything as well. The whole thing takes hours and there's parts of it that are interesting enough that I don't mind watching. The thing that drives me nuts, though, is, and uh, forever, I fucking hate the hangers-on around the royal family, right? I hate, I hate the filler that they use, like, in the coverage, because it's Mm. like, it's like a 12-hour event, and so the BBC will run coverage on it for 12 hours, like, throughout the duration of the event, and most of it is, like, 
whatever. But then they'll just get people on, and it's just like, oh uh, my God. yeah, and we've got the Duke uh, of we, Dickley. Yeah, we've and got his uh, lady we've wife, got Jenny Martha. Smith here, uh, who once sat. Uh, 15 rows behind uh, the royal family at some event in 1975. Um, give us some insight. And you say, fuck off, Jenny. Like, you don't know shit about them. Like, this this is a pretty close family by design, right? Like, not a lot of people have a, like, a tremendous amount of insight. But the filler is just fucking tedious, man. Like, they just find these fucking people. And th- it's just the worst. Like, and it goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> Fuck me. It's uh, it's amazing. It's like a, a cottage industry and being royals adjacent. Oh, God. And so, some people pride themselves so, so much on it, too. And you just think, get a fucking life. Like, it's... It's just so sad, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, there's always people like that in like celebrity culture. Yeah, who are like D-list and what's Z-list. His, what's his fucking face is on that fucking? Um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here again this year. Is fucking that Paul, Paul Burrell. Burrell. Yeah. Fuck me, that guy is such a fucking cretin, isn't he? He's just like just just fuck off for forever, <laughs> please. Nobody You're fucking so cares right. or wants to hear from you. Like it's the worst. Oh god. Yeah, so that's how we felt. We didn't. So we were all very coronation spirits, guys. Yeah. Uh, here at the Tribe Podcast, <laughs> just loving it, loving every every damn minute of it. Now, like I said, some of it is really good. I like, I, I love the marching and and like the the, it was, the music and stuff is fun, great. It's but, a fun event. Yeah. I think I prefer Eurovision, but you know, the coronation's fine. Like, we'll probably have another one in a couple of years. It's not going to be long. Uh, yeah, I wonder, actually. I mean, it, it's a pretty big event in that it is it is a generational thing, right? Like, for some people, that might be the only one they ever see. You know, and like, the, the, the previous one was so long ago. My, yeah. my, like mom, took, my mom was, was up here something? while I was away. She was up here helping look after the kids and stuff. She's a mega Royals fan, right? She fucking right. loves them. Loved the Queen. And she watched the whole coronation, the whole thing, and the whole twelve the hours. Whole a lot of people thing. did. Jenny Smith. Did. They had it. fucking Lionel Richie. They had Katy Perry Katie and Lionel Richie, who is still yeah. in my top five babes list. Yeah, that I she keep did, in my uh, head. She slammed out too. Then the nice thing about the concert that they do as well is they don't let anybody go on. Right, like they had Ollie Muir's on, and I was like, oh fuck. But he only did one song, yeah. and it was like two two minutes, and he's and he's done, you know. And I, I think wanted that's to great. see Chucky get up there and uh, and do a duet, a surprise duet. Hello, Wally. Chime in and let's do that favorite number of us. Oh no, but you know some of these shows they'll get, get a somebody on and a mop for this weird ass <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, I don't know. It's, it was all right. I like parts of it, like I said, were okay, but. I don't know. It's it's a weird one. There's there's the whole drama around Harry and 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 Megan as well. Megan Megan didn't go. Uh, and Harry dropped in for like ten minutes, and it was his son's birthday on the same day. So he was just like, "Oh, I got to get home to see my son on his birthday." <laughs> like, just fucking stay home. Like, he wasn't even allowed to do half of the shit that he was normally meant to do anyway. He because, sat at the back. Thing, yeah, you know. he did. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 uh, you know, it's it's whatever. I mean, Prince Charles, uh, King Charles, sorry, is pretty old. I'm sure yeah. that he'll probably, he's, I don't think he's going to live as long as his mum did because men tend not to. But then again, his, his dad lived a bloody long time. He so did, but I think there's, there's, there's definitely some indications that maybe he has like some, some heart problems. Yeah, right? those fingers. He's got some pretty, Them fingers. Got some pretty swollen ass fingers there. Well, and, you know, uh, it's hard to get an appointment. 
that's it. I mean, that's it. You phone up and they're all booked up and stuff. It's crazy. Hello? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I wonder if I could speak to someone about my fat fingers. (laughs) I have major sausage fingers. I apparently have dialed the wrong number with my sausagey fingers. (laughs) This is a pizza place. Sorry. Oh, you're all booked up all day. Well, okay. I have a pizza. I'll anyway. try again tomorrow. <laughs> One last pepperoni, please. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Before we uh, continue, it's time for us to mention our sponsor this week. You want to guess who it is? Is it ExpressVPN? It is ExpressVPN. Well done. You got it in one. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your laptop exposed at the coffee shop table while you run to the bathroom. You ever been in that situation before? Oh, I have. This this guy's running the bathroom all the damn time. He's probably fine, but what if one day you came out of the bathroom and your laptop was gone? What would you do? I would feel like shit personally. Oh, no. Why would you need a VPN? Well, let me tell you. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. Oh my wow. god! Are you guys storing a lot of personal data on your laptops? I really am, actually. Yeah, it uh, really doesn't take much technical knowledge for them to be able to do that. And uh, and your data is valuable. If somebody stole your data, they can make up to a thousand bucks selling it oh on the dark web. Oof. What can I do to fix this situation? Well, let me tell you, you're lucky you're, you're, lucky you're friends with me and that I'm here right now to tell you about this. <laughs> you could, uh, if you used the Express VPN, for example, you can make an yeah. encrypted tunnel. Right. It, it, is, it is super secure, it's really easy to use, and it works on any device. Oh, I'll do that. Is there a code or a website I can use? You can visit expressvpn.com slash triforce, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash triforce. Did you get that? Yes. Yeah. You got, you've written Thank it you. down? Yeah. Don't put it on your laptop. That's personal information. Oh, great. Write it on paper, okay? <laughs> if you... It, if you do go to that website, you can get an extra three months for free. ExpressVPN.com slash Triforce. Thank you, Sips. Three extra months free. Okay, no problem. Thanks. On with the show. All right, I got, I got a question for you guys. When you order a pizza from a pizza place, and they also do, like, chicken wings, are you right. ever ordering... Oh, actually, you guys are the wrong people to talk no, to about they this. don't. Chat. I wouldn't even be People either. listening. I, I, I'm very suspicious of ordering chicken wings and chicken nuggets and all that from a pizza place because you know it's just a well, bag of frozen shit they chuck in a deep fried. Like if I, when i do order a pizza over here i just do it online now like i don't even use the phone because just there's yeah, a of course, you just dude. use a website and 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 order it and then sometimes i'll order like a little bit of cheeky garlic bread as well you know who, like who the hell pizza? calls a pi- who who on earth calls a pizza place well i used to have to i don't know i mean it's I like I, I I'm not I don't do it like often so when oh, I right. guess it just I don't, resonates I don't think a bit. people I mean it's all Deliveroo in that now isn't it just like, yeah, yeah 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 I, I can't well, remember spe- mo- mostly m- mainly like uh, more so for you guys that that the whole food delivery thing is like really um, has it has it missed you lot down there in the islands it's just not as it's not as big because it's a small place yeah, right yeah. so there's still a lot of is there Uber you know, people uh no wow no. It's got, we've got our own like local food delivery thing, which is just a, you know, it just ropes in all the local restaurants and stuff. Called Gruber. Yeah, I will deliver the pizza. <laughs> he, just, he just yells loud at the top of his voice, and everyone in Jersey can hear. Yeah. Now, I yeah. think it's still fairly common for people to go pick up food. So they'll yeah. order it ahead of time and then go pick it up. The old traditions. It's a small yeah. place, you know? This is I what bet, happens. I bet the, the Royal, Royal 
sentiment is high over in Jersey. I mean, I, I can't imagine. It seems like I mean, a fairly traditional yeah. place. It is a fairly traditional place. Yeah, I think they did a bunch of stuff for the coronation. They usually have like a, a big screen in like the, they, we got like the Royal Square. Mm. So like they, I think people tend to go down there. We had the bank holiday uh, for the coronation mm. on the Monday. And then on Tuesday, we had our own local uh, public holiday for the, for Liberation Day, which is to commemorate the liberation of Jersey in oh, World yeah. War II. So the whole weekend was very, you know, lots of flags everywhere. Of and marching bands and people doing uh, cosplays. We had a street party. Up. Um, which was which was nice. What did you uh, contribute? I missed it. I was away. No, I was away, so I missed the street party. Oh, yeah. Oddly enough, Rude. so I, the the cabbie that picked me up at the airport. I thought this was a stupid question. You could judge whether I'm being a little little mean here. Picks me up from Heathrow. I've got an enormous bag because I've been away for so long, and yeah. my backpack. And I'm knackered. I get in the cab, uh, and it's like it's, it's in the morning, and it's it's would be clear at casual glance this person has clearly been away for some time because of the size of the bag. And the and the fatigue, and the, my size of my bag, and the bags under my eyes, I was absolutely shattered. We pull into my street. He sees all the bunting that's hanging up, and he goes, "Oh, were you here for the party?" Which was yesterday, the day before I got there. And I'm thinking, does he think that I stayed for the party, flew out with a giant bag, flew back that morning? Come on, mate! What a ridiculous question. I was like, no. I'm, Use your fucking brain. No, I was mate. like, I've been away. He was like, oh yeah. And fuck's sake. <laughs> Pretty oh, stupid question. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe he's just like really fumbling around for things to say, you know? It's, maybe. Maybe he felt a bit awkward. It was, just, it was just such a weird thing to suggest that I could have possibly been here for. You just picked me up from the airport, brother. Come on. Yeah. <coughs> I'm so sick. I'm getting angry. Anyway. It's all right. All right, Sips. Oh, you have to carry the rest of this podcast. Okay, let me let me think of something to say. Hang on Use a second. Your legs. Uh, like lift with your legs as well. Uh, Don't I'm trying to think of anything did, interesting happened. Did I tell you guys about I went to the doctor? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, my, the house where uh, my kids have went back to school this week. Um, oh, fuck. I, I, my, my life is so boring. Like, I don't, I just don't do All anything. Right, uh, how about a TV show recommendation? All this right. is on Apple TV. So if you don't have Apple TV, I apologize. It's called Silo, based on Silo. a based on a book called Wool, and it's basically these people live in a gigantic sort of silo, uh, oh. and it goes way underground, and they have different levels, and there's like generator level, the mining level, and, right? You know, but they, they, their whole society lives in this silo. And, they, and what are the what are the conditions relating to them forced to be living in this silo? Like, right. is it an apocalypse? No, so they don't know. A nuclear? Oh, they don't know. No, so they're in there and they're sealed in, and there there are rules laid down by the founders, and one of them is you can't go outside. If you go right. outside, you can't come back in. If you oh. if you say I want to leave, you have to leave, but then they'll boot you out. And they put like a special suit on you and they're like, good luck. When you're out there, they ask you to clean the camera. There's a camera at the top of the silo that shows the conditions outside. And these screens are all throughout the common areas of the silo that show the wasteland outside. Right. And they ask you to clean the dust off the camera because it gets all gummed up with, with dust. So you go out there, you clean it, and then you walk a bit and you collapse and you die. <laughs> That's the Wait, game. do they actually? That's the setup. You have to. You'll have to. What that is the that is the the opening. Fuck me! This sounds show. like a great show. So what's it called? Silo. Silo. I'm committing that to my mind palace. It's a, so I... it's only on episode two. Episode three comes out tomorrow. It's got right. Tim Robbins is in it. Uh, Rashida Jones is in it. There's a, a 
Rebecca Ferguson is in it. Uh, if you know those names, then then they. I know Tim Robbins and yeah. Rashida Jones, but yeah. I don't know the um, third name you did mentioned. Did you Did you see the um, uh, Mission Impossible movies with Tom no. Cruise? Oh, okay. No, okay. No, I in a avoided those. She's I avoided good. those like the plague. Actually, she's very. She good. is great. Yeah, yeah. she's in the uh, Office as well. Oh, what uh, character does she play in the Office? No, that's Rashida Jones. Oh yeah, who are you talking about? Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. No, I do. She's in stuff. I, I, I recognise her. Sure. I watched a bit of Yellow Jackets, which I quite like. Be watching Yellow it. Jackets. Um, oh, is that the one? Uh, Yellow Jackets is the one. It's kind of like, like Lord Lost. of the Flies or something, right? Yeah. It's like Lost, only they've got flash forwards instead of flashbacks. So it's like there's all these, um, this sort of teenage soccer team get stranded in Canada in the wilderness. And, oh. And then there's, there's like flash forwards to when they're all late, sort of mid 40s. Oh, uh, so maybe it's early like 40s. The flash forwards are them looking back on their time lost in the in the thing. Yes. In the, in the forest and how it's affected yeah. them and stuff. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they're all kind of, yeah, it's quite it's quite well done actually because you think, oh, well, surely, but, but it kind of leans, it's quite cleverly done. I mean, you, you have to understand when you're setting something up like that, people are going to be like, well, this person definitely survives, but it's, it's, you, it's if done, you don't see any flash well. forwards from them, you, you, you're like, yeah, you're yourself for it, when right? they die and stuff. But I think they planned it quite carefully, i.e. they didn't, I guess this is a writing thing, right? They didn't, I don't feel like they knew necessarily who was going to be in an adult in season two until season one had aired and they'd had some feedback and right. people had said, oh, I love this character, I love this character. Do you know what I mean? Because I think, I think a lot of the times TV shows do adapt quite heavily based on what people are fond of, what people like, you know, there's certain characters. Yeah. I mean, it's the classic thing with like, um, was it Daryl in The Walking Dead? You know, he was intended to be there for like, Daryl is uh, the the Death Stranding guy, right? Yes, With the brother. He is, yeah, yeah the, the the brother that nobody liked. Norman Reedus. He was only supposed to be in it for you know an episode or something, but then he became you know the main character basically. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. What? So, yeah, how, what, I, what the hell? Okay, I lost uh, I lost interest in that show when they oh, were in the prison. Everyone did. Yeah. And um, and um, Carl's mom died. Uh, what was the What was the other guy? The the main guy. What was his name again? Um, yeah, um, his son was Rick called Grimes. Carl. Carl? Rick. Yeah, Rick. It was Rick, Rick. Rick Grimes. So does Rick die eventually? Don't don't worry about spoiling it. I will yeah, never go back and watch does, it again. Right, okay. So he dies, he's written out, and then what? Norman Reedus takes over as the main well, guy? Maybe not. Maybe he just, maybe he, maybe he, maybe he leaves. All right. Maybe, maybe he leaves. I can't remember. But he's, according to the Wikipedia article, it says he's still alive, so I'm not sure. All right. But the, the, the comics are different to the show anyway. They obviously diverge. The first couple of seasons massively. of that show, I, 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 I really liked. I, I loved everything about the, the, the setting and uh, I wonder how the, it holds the, up today. I mean, it's not one of those things that people say you should rewatch. You know, people always I see a lot, a lot of people saying, Oh, how good Star Trek the Next Generation is and it's worth a rewatch and all this stuff. Yeah. I don't see people saying that about The Walking Dead. No, well I kinda of pushed through the Woodbury stuff. I didn't like it. The the town with the the mayor and the guy that was collecting zombie heads and, and shit like that, I thought was just fucking stupid and the last uh, of us definitely feels like a much better modern version uh, maybe it, i'll watch that thing. then because i i, I, still, I yeah. quite like uh that kind of but the, that silo one sounds really good I last of us was great out. really enjoyed season season one of that um, i watched really, um really good. i've been watching uh i'm about halfway through but it's good so far it's a documentary about the making of the movie platoon okay and it's uh it's it's narrated by charlie sheen and it's got interviews with all of the cast so it's got like johnny depp willem dafoe charlie sheen a bunch of other guys that you'll you'll recognize from a bunch of other movies that they were in but the um 
it's really interesting because for a lot of those guys, it was their first big movie. They were they were not well known at the time, and they were just they were all casted up, flown out to the Philippines for a couple of months. They did actual like a like a condensed you know Marine Corps boot camp out in the out in the, out, out in the jungle, and then they 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 kind of filmed the movie at the same time. But it, it's it's interesting. It's it's funny to see like their recollections of the whole thing and everything. It's it, it's good. It's only like an hour and a half long or whatever, but it's um. I've been watching it on um, Prime. It's on Prime. Mm, Can't remember. What's yeah, called. there's some good stuff out there. Um, I just, I, I know it's hard to, it's hard to keep track of it. Always, it's, it's almost too much, honestly. Um, yeah. I was at a pub the other night with some people chatting about this sort of stuff. What was it? Someone, someone said to me, "I just wanted to see your takes on this, right?" So someone went on a date with someone. They were like, "You uh, went on a want... date?" No, someone. No, not someone me. was so, on someone a date else, with someone. Someone else oh. went on a date, and they, the girl asked him to rate her. Like, right. Give me what? What am I like? Oh, that's what number rude. am I? Do you know what I mean? I, I don't and like how, that. You, how do you deal with that? I don't like that at all. Even it, like as a teasing. I, thing. I think. I, I think it feels. Um. I think it feels. Uh. What's the word? Insecure. Yeah, it, it does. It, but I think right. you also open yourself up to uh, lies. Yeah, because if I say, "Oh, you're some... a ten, you think, "Oh, this guy's desperate," and if I say, "Yeah, ah, exactly, you're like yeah. a six, you'd think, "Fuck you." So, what is the right answer? Like, just say. Like you, you don't rate people out of ten. That's ridiculous. Maybe you just be really honest and uh, uh, and then I, just take the hit, no matter I'd what. I'd say I'd say you were about an eight, but after this question, I'm putting you down to a two, and I'd fucking get up and storm off. Well, I yeah. think the story goes that like I don't know if I don't know where he got this from, but um, she said uh, he said oh she, he he thought she was a six, so he said eight, and she slapped him anyway. <laughs> she slapped him. <laughs> Yeah, Jeez. which is kind well, of well. Honestly, what a what, goes, a, what an what escape! You, it's what, what an you escape. expected, wasn't it? I, I would just I, take I, a slap and and end this this awful. Well, first of all, thing. like I would coming at this from a scientific point of view. There's a, there's a lot of difference between like there's a lot of factors, right? There's like location, you know, like a Cardiff. Well, yeah, she hit him on the, the face, or did she hit him on the eight. arse? <laughs> You're right. The location is important. Like a, a yeah. Los Angeles eight is not the same as a. Um, a North a Pole Glasgow eight. eight. A North yeah, Pole totally. eight. So is... this was. So are we talking about a Bristol eight here? Um, I don't. I don't. Sure. The, the, what I'm saying is location is a factor. Right. And then, I, I don't. I don't believe that's true. I, I don't. I, I. I. There are a lot of very attractive women in Bristol. I would say. Uh, you think? No, yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think probably. It's not like it's not like Wisconsin, is it? You know, where you're hard pressed. Right. Careful there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Easy does it. It's all looting, you know, fucking hell. Come on. Whoa. But then there's also like personal taste. There's all mm. it's sort of subjective. And there's also like age, you know, because if we were just measuring on a generic, you know, like age group, how is anyone over 35 ever going to get to be a 10, you know, kind because of Because it's relative, you know isn't it? Well, what if you exactly. have like, uh, what if you're like the full package, you know, you're like, uh, you, you're, you're handsome or you're attractive, you take care of yourself, mind, body and soul, you're, you're a nice person, you're generous. You know how to live, laugh, love. You know how to live, laugh and love and you have it written on each of your stairs uh, up to your, up to your, okay, sure, there upstairs are outliers. part of your house and stuff. There are super hunks who are over 35 and occasionally yeah. Super Hello. That. But yeah. I feel like I feel like like I just want to not. I just want to. I think it's got to be impossible to answer that question, right? Like without. Yeah, I don't know if it's really like it's. It's you a know, dog it's, shit question. Shouldn't you're ask. Not, you're, you're not like. Yeah, you're not. I'm not. You're not judging cattle, are you? Like it's. It, you're, you're just. You're spending time with somebody, and you're hoping that you you click with them. It's not. Yeah, it's not really people, like a rating thing. Is maybe it? it's like a 
test though like i mean there's a lot of questions that people ask on first dates because in a sense you are trying to get measure someone up right like yeah, but you pe- don't people's... put a fucking number on it to their face right like i, I yeah. think a lot of the time people are just nervous and they don't know what to say and they think this will be a funny little thing to say and it's not and then they've fucking destroyed any mood that there was and the, yeah. only way, the only way out now is to escalate or or leave. Like that's it. So God, I call me the mood destroyer. Like, yeah, I'm, well, I, I would uh, I, I would feel like... terrible if somebody slapped me across the face in any situation, but specifically on a first date with somebody, if somebody slapped me across the face, geez, I would I would feel really bad about. Yep about that that's fair enough what makes you unique me what makes you unique everyone how about that what makes me unique everyone's unique what a stupid question um (laughs) my fingerprints (laughs) you can't um, say my question was stupid that's a stupid question what kind of what kind of dates i got a i got a large birthmark on the side of my my shaft as well which makes me pretty (laughs) unique so Every, every single person in the world is. Do you have a? That's it. Do you have another question? The whole point. Um, what? What? Tell me a random fun fact about yourself. I hate stupid questions. Yeah, right. that's fun as hell. Holy crap! That I love is that. fun. Yeah, that that's is really. We're fun. having fun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What, do people actually ask um, each other these things, like on dates or whatever? Well, it's I'm hard, not, isn't I, it? I don't want to su- be one of those people who looks down on people who go on dates and stuff. <laughs> and maybe I come across that way because I haven't really had to do a heck of a lot of dating in my life. But I feel like if that's what people are doing, then no wonder people complain about dating all the right, time. That well, sucks. Right, you you just met someone. You pretty yeah. much just said three sentences to them. You yeah. go out for a date, you know what each other looks like, and very little else. Maybe you've done a little bit of what what are you into and stuff like that, but you, don't, you haven't yeah. met them. What are you going to talk about? Imagine we've just sat down, we've gone out for a date, what's your opening gambit to start a conversation with me? Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm lost already. Like, it's I hard, I, right? I wouldn't even know. Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like you would just try to initially sort of gauge any sort of common interests, right? But like, right. you you know, you maybe talk about easy stuff. So I was watching this documentary about Platoon. Platoon, yeah. the movie yeah. Platoon. The, the movie yeah. Platoon by right. Oliver Stone. You remember I'm, that one? I'm into that. This date is going very well, Lewis. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, what time? And then I when I the finished about... that, I uh, read uh, I read um, Trump's autobiography <laughs> and uh, <laughs> des- decided that I really want to see America Made Great Again. Um, how do you rate me? Yeah, how do you rate me? I feel like there's this, well, it's the classic thing where... I, uh, uh, the people only want to talk about themselves, really. And also, the other thing that they, not that they recommend, is that uh, it's kind of a creepy they. thing. Again, they, the pickup people. Yes. Do you know what I mean? They always say things like, oh, you should talk about something that's like exciting, like, like climbing in the in the in the Alps or something or some holiday, right? And so ah, that way it's like, it's it, it like, because then people tend to just chat about, similar things like oh yeah that that reminds me of a a story that i have or that reminds me of an interesting that i did and if you if you do if you can start with something interesting and fun it's gotta be um, easier to meet people from people that you work with or or whatever right because you already have some sort of rapport or you have well this at least some some environmental things in in common here's my my, here's my theory right now and this might not be true again but i feel like everyone is now online dating is a thing Okay, and it is if if a woman or a man wants to have a date with someone, yeah. they will usually go onto an online dating, and if they say if they know what they're doing or they're vaguely attractive, they will get hits right from people, and they'll talk to them and blah blah blah. So, approaching someone in the street or at work or in a, in any kind of IRL scenario 
is starting to become borderline um, unpleasant, right? Because it's like, because it's like I'm ex- I expect to be hit on through avenues where I've approved to be hit on, and I'm being hit on in those avenues that I'm signed up to, right? right? So if you are, if you if you approach someone in the street and you start hitting on them, that's weird. I know it is weird. Really do you weird. ever do or, that, Lewis? Or anywhere, or anywhere? Like, <laughs> would in a you bank. ever max somebody in the street? Would, <laughs> even at, in even at work, right? Hey, Especially baby. at work. Hey, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's like. They're almost like, if they are even single, which there's like a good chance they're not, and they'll let you know pretty quick if they're not, it's just going to be like not the right place. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like, I feel like the idea of hitting people, like meeting people outside of very specific places, you know, maybe the pub is fine. Yeah. Um, but like, there's not too many places where I consider it to be okay anymore. No, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You're saying? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Like, um, I I would find it hard to meet somebody new, and also just to, to trust them as well. You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know somebody until you've spent a tremendous amount of time with them, and even then, maybe you don't fully trust them. But you know, like meeting somebody new, I would be, I would feel uh, like really anxious about a lot of things, I suppose. And I guess a lot of people feel that too, because you just don't, you fuck, you just don't know. I I feel like it'd be worse for women as well. Because like, uh, yeah. they're they're a lot more vulnerable, right? Like um, to uh, men being fucking weirdos and creeps and stuff. I think that's why the whole meeting on the street thing is yeah. almost impossible. But I also think even meeting in a pub or a bar or whatever, if you're just some guy at a bar, that's yeah. su- that's su- you're rolling the fucking dice right there. Like you yeah. really are rolling the dice. Yeah, yeah. Because he could be a lunatic. I always so feel that's like that's why meeting people through work and friends and stuff and friends parties or, cl- and stuff, or, or much clubs easier, or something. Yeah. It's I'm not be easier, saying right? it's safe, but I'm saying it's definitely safer. Or even you, you even might luck out and meet meet somebody who is not single, but they might have a friend or something that they can introduce you to, and then at least yeah. you have a reference point back to somebody that you both know in are co- in common or whatever. You know, like there's something there rather than just this completely fucking random pairing and then you're just hoping for the best like i feel like those have to have like a low conversion rate right really low low conversion rate he sounds like a pickup artist already well no but that's we're gonna maximize your conversion rate on these interactions we're gonna up your your conversion rate by about 8.4 percent if you use these lines yeah we're looking for about a three percent growth year on year and uh we're looking for just uh just uh we're, we're just trying to pick up the the conversion rate just make sure everybody's on the same page buy my ebook for all of the best dating tips that'll really get I, you I, I, I could do you a fucking a fucking dating ebook i should i do could one. not the i could not do actual one. how to date ebook and it's just genuine common sense shit yeah first of all don't, don't go in date. with a mindset that there's a fucking game that you have to play fuck all that yeah just walk up to the lady i think that look her are, straight well, think, in the eye and say right let's go back to my place and if she says fuck off you move on to the next one it's a the numbers game it's Man, a numbers game best. i honestly feel like and i know this is not helpful for a lot of people but to people who are perhaps in this situation one thing worth thinking one thing worth uh thinking about is if you've met somebody and you're like I'm listening you know, you're 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 becoming an adult, or you're you're just just an adult. You're at school. You've met somebody at school, for example, or whatever, and you get together, and you're in a in somewhat of a long t- longer term relationship with them. I feel like I, I feel like that's a good one, right? You you grow together, and you adapt to each other a lot better through growing together. I think it's so much harder 
for people who are in their 30s, 40s plus <laughs> to meet new so people. your advice is Yeah, my advice is to turn back time, basically. I know it's not helpful, but I'm just saying if you are in the position where you're like 20 years old and you've had a girlfriend for a couple <laughs> right. of years, bear it in mind that maybe, you know, this is this is a, a good person to stick Marty, with. Marty, we have to go back. Because <laughs> you don't want to be, I feel like you don't want to be, you don't want to be 40 really, and dating. There's no way, Jennifer, I feel she's like the it's, it's too hard. Like I can't, I could not imagine dating at, at this age. Like there's no way. I just wouldn't at this point now. Like if, I think if, I think it would be fun for a while. If I was, if I, if I'd become single right now, I would probably never speak to another person again in my whole life. I would, I would certainly not be dating. I would not be looking to to find a partner, companion, or, I, or anything. I get it. Like I've been single for nine months now, and I haven't been on a single date, and I'm not keen to do it. Right? Yeah. I'm I'm nervous about it, and but I'm not nervous. But as maybe much you, as, you might like, just naturally meet somebody through. You know, a, I kind of like, don't want it. Friends, I'm kind of happy. Whatever, kind of happy as I am. Yeah, but good also, for you. Like, yeah, I think that maybe it's a thing where I'm like looking in the mirror and I'm like, ooh. Do you like what you see? <laughs> Who? What kind of? You talking to the man in the mirror? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, there's. I don't know. Like, I think there is. When people say be yourself, I think oh, yeah. what they mean is don't be fake. But also, I don't necessarily think that is the best thing to do. I think for you, you should be definitely be fake. I think yeah, oh, right. <laughs> fake right. it till you make it. Yeah. I think, um, and then maintain the faking. No, Don't I think if you're I ever think if reveal you're, your true self, I think Lewis. if you if you have no. dated. Before, like, can you put your finger up my ass? <laughs> <laughs> I think if you have dated before, and you, I, I think you can kind of arrive at a point in your life. I feel like I don't know for sure, but I feel like you could arrive at a point in your life where you've you've had enough partners, companions, you've done enough dating where you where you are just sort of at the point where you can think, you know what, I, I'm happy on my own. I'm happy within myself. I'm content. I can, I can, I can live like this sort of thing. And I've known a lot of people like that. A lot of people that I worked with who, you know, they, they, they were either divorced or they'd had previous long-term relationships or whatever. And then they just decided they're just done. They don't want to pursue anything else like that. You know, they just want to my mom, for own. one. My mom uh, hasn't. Well, when my parents got divorced, she was younger, much yeah. younger than I am now. It's she's, a lot. She's been single ever since. It's yeah. a lot, right? If you if you if you lump in with somebody, and especially if you build a family with them and stuff as well, and then your marriage breaks down. Fuck. I mean, the the prospect of potentially doing that again. I don't know how people go on to do it again. Honestly, like go on to have like a, a new partner and, good and have and new children with them about- and stuff having a there's there's good things and bad things about being single there's good things and bad things about having a partner for sure and i think that you just have to find a healthy balance i think it's just i think as um an honorable man you know or Who? i feel like there needs to i feel like if i don't know i'm just i'm i'm pretty committed to something once i've committed to it even right. if even if like like to too for too long do you know what i mean I, I almost like feel like I don't want to take advantage of people or at least be, or, you know, or I don't know. I, I'm just not, I just want to be happy in myself. I don't mm. look for that like fleeting pleasure, really. No. I'm not I like could go about, for some fleeting pleasure, I'm not the though. one night stand kind of guy because I just don't, I'm, I'm about bigger. My, you know more. what my issue with the whole one night stand is? What if it's really good? Wouldn't you want to do that again? That well, I suppose like you'll no always brain. have that memory, right? You can you, you can use that as a source for all your, yeah, but your future. How often is, <laughs> solo is, sessions? 
I just think, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I'm just maybe saying, it's, uh, maybe it's, people are very quick fine. to just I think look it's for fine that. if you both know it's a one night stand, yeah. like going in. I think yeah. otherwise, it's like when when it's not. I think it's it's harder when you're not clear about dating, but and what you, what your bounds are, or what your goals are. But that's embarrassing, and that can be like off putting. Can I ask a question? Because right? I I've never had a one night stand. What what? Why do they call it a stand? Surely it's a one night lie, isn't it? I mean, why are you standing? Right. Is that part of it? I don't know. It's uh, just uh, it's just the, the 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 phrasing of it, right? It's one like, night uh, stand. I'm just wondering where stand. it came from. One, yeah. I'm going to Google one night stand. Please don't be a website. Oh, it is a website. Yeah, oh, is... it's one night stand. Ball gown and evening dress hire. That's misleading. Some people. I wonder how many people have gone there, clever, uh, expecting clever. to find a sexual encounter, but instead they just find some fucking ballroom stuff. I love how the thing you're most interested about a one night stand. Is the entomology or whatever it is of the where the word came from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just curious. I mean, I, I get the I get the appeal and stuff, but it's you're you're kind of I don't know. I feel I feel like I would again. I would feel a bit anxious if I'd had a one night stand with somebody, right? Like because right. it's just. <sighs> I don't know. What if they nicked your wallet? I've also found out. Yeah, exactly, uh, so it, yeah. it, it draws its name from the common practice of a one night stand, which is a single night performance by an entertainer at a venue. Uh, so the entertainer in this case is my penis, and the venue. Would be a lady's vagina. That's the Amazing. one night stand. Holy That's crap. the just one night only, folks. Get a, get these tickets while they're hot. Oh, by the way, um, I spoke to some friends of mine who went to the Netherlands yeah. and went to one of those live sex shows. I think we were talking about them in a in a, an older episode. We've um, talked about them many times, I'm sure. Right. So they actually went like and the watched banana one. bar. No, no, no. This was like just. Have the, you heard the, about the banana the, bar? The, you go in, you sit there, yes. you pay, you can stay there as long as you like. Yes. And they're sitting there, and the curtains open, and there's a couple already doing it. Oh, they're fucking yeah. And then they don't finish but it. Artistically, the curtain just. Right, they're but the artistically curtain just fucking to music. Like the curtain just closes, and then well, the next d- act d- comes d- on. D- d- yeah, it's not a. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a spectacle. <laughs> it is just <laughs> just over and over yeah. again, and then it, the, the elephants much, yeah. come out. It is, yeah. And when I mean, we went, we went, we were we when I I've, I've told this to you guys before, but I'm just gonna say again. We we went, we sat through the same sequence about six times because. Because we were trying to finish these beers that we got a deal on beers that we want to leave before <laughs> right. we finish. So them. what? So what you mean? There was like banging. We watched the same couple. The, ele- the fucking doors the same way six times, and then it opens again, and there's something different. Yeah, or is it no, the same no. couple? It's banging the same in a couple position? just bang. They're not even changing it up. It's like it's choreographed. They're just doing the same thing. Like they do it to music. You know, it's like it's almost like a dance choreography, but they're they're just fucking. Like it's it's weird. It's funny. It's funny at first, and then after a while, you just don't even pay attention. Like we, were I just... don't think I'd even have a boner unless no, it's uh, not really unless like I that. could it's see their sexy. feet. No, and I had the finger up my ass. Yeah. There we go. That's that's capped this podcast off perfectly with a double callback in the final stanza. Love it. Yeah, incredible. That's just good it. writing, and it's we just, and not it just not bad considering us. you guys are both not feeling well either. I feel yeah. like a surprisingly an upbeat podcast. So well done. Um, I think yeah, I, 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 was really I was very well executed. I was very often. My impressions. I'm very were bad. worried about my where I am. I'm very worried about myself. Actually, yeah, at the moment. it's all bad. All, all right, that's my head about, we, we ended on a high. Let's drag it back down. Being yeah. sick. All right. Well, so, well go wait, go wait, to the doctor, Lewis. Get checked out. And and anyone else listening, if you feel like you're not feeling well, go to the doctor and get checked out. It's uh, it's better to go and 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 not regret it later, right? Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it, honestly. Yeah, which is weird to say. Yeah, I've been sick for a while and I'm. I'm like, 
let's just fucking see if see what's going on. Do you know, it. you know what I think you're missing. You know what I, you know what I think you could really do with. I think you got to get back with that personal trainer. You got to get back on yeah. the wagon. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. balance. Moved the. He's left the country. That lad, I guarantee you. Changed you need, his phone you number. You need to balance things out a little bit. You need somebody to riff off of, you know? He's changed his job. He was like, God, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh, he's a drunk in a bar now. I was a personal trainer once. and the worst client ever. stories. Yeah. Oh, now man. I sell pictures of my feet on OnlyFans. <laughs> nice. Wait, rate me. <laughs> I used to be a 10. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Peace All right. on Earth. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. bye.